So I know for myself, like, I, I had friends asking me for years to go to ceremony, like in my early twenties. And I was just like, no, like I was just not called to it at all. And I look back and I'm like, thank God I wasn't called to it because I was young. I would not have had the tools to be able to understand what was really happening. Right. I didn't know myself. I, there was so much learnings and unlearnings I needed to go through in my life to get to this point where I feel secure and rooted and grounded and know myself. Now I can show up to ceremony really with the reverence for the medicine and being able to hold space for myself and the energy of everybody else that's there. You are listening to the medicine podcast. I am Mimi. What is up, everybody? This is Chase. So long story short, we were childhood sweethearts turned husband and wife in our early 20s. Despite following the mainstream script for happiness, we actually divorced for three years. Only to later reunite as soulmates with a brand new outlook on love, God, health, and the real medicines of the universe. If you find yourself wondering, is there more to this life, to health, to God, to love? then you are in the exact right place. Consider this your bridge to expansion for body, mind, and relationships. We are uncovering and discovering with you. Let's go take the medicine. Hello, hello, audio fam. Thank you for listening and spending time with us today. We have an incredible guest and conversation for you. Samantha Gladish is a holistic nutritionist, entrepreneur, host of the Wellness Witch podcast and combo practitioner. Like so many effective practitioners, Samantha has navigated her own brutal health challenges, which then led her and her team to supporting hundreds of other people in their health journeys. From her website, Samantha says, I'm on a mission to help women achieve more powerful, holistic, purpose-driven lives through changing the way we eat, think, move, and care for our bodies, we can heal ourselves and live a life we love. Doesn't that sound amazing? So in this episode, we discuss the biggest detriment to our hormone health, tips on how we can all manage our stress better, the importance of eating seasonally, and then we switch gears and speak a little more vulnerably about what is combo, who is it for, and and how does it help? We also talk about how to approach plant medicine ceremonies and how to have tough conversations if your partner is not supportive of your journey and so much more. Samantha has such a kind and open-hearted way of being and teaching. I think you will love her just as much as we do. She is a great resource for anyone who is looking to optimize hormones, improve metabolic health, and create a loving relationship with themselves. You can find all she has to offer at holisticwellness.ca. And if this episode helps you in any way, we invite you to share it to your Instagram story or send it directly to someone you love so that we can get more holistic, uplifting, and mind-opening information out there. We appreciate every one of you. Okay, my loves, enjoy. Welcome back to the Medicine Podcast. My name is Nimi, and I have my glorious partner here, my man, my love in this life and all others. What is going on, everybody? This is Chase. Uh, so glad to be back, and we are super stoked 
to have Samantha Gladish from the Wellness Witch Podcast on the medicine. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, by the way, I love when someone reached out to me from the Wellness Witch Podcast, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what they have to say, but I'm doing this interview. <laughs> And uh, we had the chance to uh, podcast together, you and I, um, yes. had me on your show, and we talked all things mushrooms and HCC oh, so and all that, and it was such a blast, and we just clicked right away, and, and totally. so I, I knew that we had to get you on, because you have a very um, varied life and your experience and helping people and holistic health, and I, I can't wait to jump into everything. But first, the first yeah. question that we ask every guest on the medicine is, what do you love in your life? What aspect of your life do you love so much that you wish you could gift it to every human? Oh, what a good question. My freedom of time. Yeah. yeah. My, my flexibility with my schedule. And it wasn't always that way. But where I'm at now, yeah, that I would definitely love to gift that yeah. <laughs> to somebody. I, I totally feel that. Yeah, we we feel that with our freedom as we evolve and, and get older, especially and, and aren't as subject to uh, employers and, and bosses and things of that nature. But of it's, a, it's amazing when we ask this question and you drill it down to. Uh, kind of the core of most people's responses, it does have a lot to do with freedom. And, and what's wild is like freedom's become such a hijacked word because yeah. it's been so corporatized. Like yes. you think freedom, you think like the bald eagle with the American flag. Um, and it's and it's really been kind of commercialized. But 100%. The, I think the purest form is that freedom of choice yeah. and, and something like, a, like a, a calendar that is completely your call. Yeah. Uh, and that's a... That's a beautiful thing. And I think too, just for sure, um, all of us here are podcasters and entrepreneurs and everything. And it's like, we're really doing our best to create a life that we love from the, like from the soil up. And so like having that freedom and flexibility and a, like, once you have that in your direct life, I think, yeah. I feel like at least for us, and I would be curious to hear your thoughts on this, it amplifies like external freedoms, like freedoms that, you know, uh, exist on like a, a nationwide level or whatever you want to, however you want to articulate that, but like having freedom and flexibility in your own life only amplifies your awareness of freedoms on the outside. Yeah. Does that make, mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. yeah, totally. And like, I think it's also important to note that like Chase, you were saying like, it's a choice, right? So, and I get that everybody's schedule and environment is so different, but even as an entrepreneur, it was still a choice to be like, I'm not working today, or I'm not doing this thing today. And I got so caught up in the building the business, building the business, you have to do more. And it was just like doing, doing, doing that. Finally, I was like, why did I start this in the first place? Yeah, I started this because yeah. I wanted this flexibility of my time. And it's there, but I'm choosing not to take it. Yeah. So I really had to have that conversation with myself and be like, no, this is, this is all on me. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to step away and stop with all the doing mm -hmm. and step more into the being and enjoying my, my time. Yeah. yeah. In like success culture, achievement culture, it's like grind hustle. It's got to hurt, never stop. 
And totally. that will murder the entrepreneur psychologically. <laughs> and, and like transparently, transparently, we deal with it too. It's mm-hmm. like, um, totally. wait, we want to be done at like four or five, but there's so much more to do. <laughs> How do I get rid of this shame and guilt yeah. around not doing enough? Right. Why am I not? You know, there's still goals that I haven't achieved. I should be grinding till bedtime, you mm-hmm. know? And um, totally. it's something that we are still, it's like, consciously incompetent. Yeah. I'm, I'm conscious of it, but I'm still quite incompetent when it comes to being yeah. able to uh, create the time and space for play and fun and presence. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And especially like those first few years in business, of course, like I get mm-hmm. it. It's you're trying to move the needle and build that momentum for sure. There was so much more time going into my, into my work then. Right. But then it's easy to just keep stuck there to stay yeah. stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into your background, your story. Um, certainly some of our listeners have probably heard of you, maybe even listened to your show. Um, but I would love to uh, get a little bit more information on your background and um, it doesn't have to be super crazy long, but give our listeners a little bit of insight into who you are and where you come from and how you help people today. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Where do I even start with this? Um, Right. (laughs) So I'll take it back to when, like just growing up, I was always so innately interested and connected to nature and the garden. And I was so lucky to have my mother who like cooked everything from scratch and being with my grandmother too, like everything was made, you know, fresh and homemade. And so food was like such a big thing for me. I loved, loved food and I still love food. And so no surprise, I got into the nutrition space. And so I, you know, as a teenager, I think those kind of healthy habits die hard and you're like eating out with friends and fast food and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I was experiencing a lot of PMS issues and I was really interested in like, how, how can I support my body naturally? Like I was just always drawn to, I know that there's an alternative way. I know that there's an alternative way. Um, however, I did get put on the birth control pill, seeing all my friends, you know, be on the pill and these easy breezy cycles. And like, it was just life, like just, you know, they got their life back. They can go swimming whenever they want. It was like, Oh, you know, all, all the things. And I was like, well, I want that. So I was on the pill for about seven years or so. And, um, and as I started to get into my twenties, after I graduated from university of Toronto, I, I went into uh, study holistic nutrition and uh, you know, I had no idea that you could actually like do this as a, as a career. Like I just, just kind of landed on my lap. So after I graduated and saw like, Oh my God, this is an option. So I dove like headfirst into health and wellness and studying to be a holistic nutritionist. And it was through there that I learned all these alternative, obviously like modalities. And then I started to, you know, I came off of the pill and started to optimize nutrition and supplementation and, um, just the impact that that had on my health and my cycle and my hormones, like it was so profound. And so after graduating from there, I was like, well, I want to help. I want to help other women. I want other women to know this. And initially, you know, when you're starting out in business, well, I knew, I knew nothing. I didn't, I didn't have a business. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. I did not have a business. It was, I was all over the place. I was teaching like fitness classes and trying to randomly like 
reel in clients here and there and um, had no idea what I was doing. And I was working, you know, I was doing like men's health and kids health and family nutrition and women's health. Like it was just all over the place. You basically work with anybody that will want to pay you money. And so it's like, yes, sure. I'll work with you. Right. Just to gain that experience. Um, But that also was such a great lesson because it taught me who I want to work with and who I don't want to work with. And so anyhow, I really didn't get the opportunity to work with so many clients at that time because I just didn't know how to market myself. I didn't know what to do. And so I went on to work in the health and wellness space for, for many years as like a sales rep and managing health food stores. And it was a great experience until basically I got fired and I got fired twice. I got fired from one sales rep job, moved on to the next, got fired from that one. And it wasn't that I had really gotten fired per se. Like I didn't do anything wrong, but you know, company was transitioning. So they let people go. And I will never forget that last time when I basically got let go and, uh, I will never forget it. And my boss kind of calling me into this like office and I walked in, he opens the door and I'm like, are you firing me today? I just knew it. I literally knew it in my gut. And he looked at me and he just kind of put his head down and I was like, you know what? It's okay. Because I have like all these goals and these things I want to do. So like, let's just get this over with. And he was just, yeah. And I will never forget that experience. And, um, he was like, this is the easiest process that I've ever gone through with any, any employee. (laughs) And, uh, I left that, I left that day and I got into my car and I called my, my, well, then my, my now husband, I called him and I was like, I just got fired. We're going to celebrate. Let's go for dinner. And he was like, oh my God, like you called this, you said this the other day. And I thought you were crazy for thinking that, but you fully, you just knew it. I'm like, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it in my bones. And so anyways, we went out and we celebrated and it was like no plan B. It was like, I'm diving into this business. I'm going to work with clients, going to build my nutrition business. Like, let's do this. And that's, that, that was kind of the catalyst that I needed. Like the universe did for me what I couldn't do for myself. And so I dove head first into learning as much as I could about marketing and online business and started to grow this brand and working with women globally in specifically like hormonal health. And, and from there, it kind of escalated into working with coaches and practitioners and helping them grow and build an online business and being able to share all my knowledge with them. So my business is definitely twofold because we have the nutrition part where we have coaches who work with our clients and whatnot and online programs, podcasts, all that fun stuff. Um, but then there's also the business mentorship side where I work with a lot of practitioners um, I mean, there's so many pieces there in the story that I've, yeah. I feel like I've skipped yeah. over, but like the <clears throat> plant medicine piece and, you know, diving into that and my personal growth journey. I mean, we can always, you know, dive into that. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Definitely, yeah. Definitely, definitely want to get to, to plant medicine. You know, I'm so curious. We are in a sea of coaches and influencers and everybody's taken some level of fitness or nutrition certification or, or yep. coaching program. In your experience, both what you've gone through individually and through your your mentorship of others, what do you see as kind of the key differentiators between the, you know, everybody and their dogs, a fitness influencer, and those who actually create something of real value, of, of real community, and are kind of like rising to uh, the top of the most really, you know, impactful people influencing health and wellness? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, there's a few things. I mean, man, the market is just so saturated and anybody could become yeah. whatever they want nowadays, yeah. which I mean, there's power in that. And I think the possibility is beautiful, but at the same time, we need to be in integrity with what we're offering. So it's one thing when you've gone through your own experience, like for example, I had my own issues with my, with the birth control pill and my period and my cycle. And then I, I went to school to actually learn about physiology and everybody is different. So what worked for me doesn't mean that that's going to work for everybody. And I think that that's where there's like a fine line. It's like, well, I lost weight and I did it this way, or I healed my hormones and I did it this way. So come join my thing. And there's definitely power in that because you're experienced, you know, we don't want want to undermine somebody's experience, but there's also this knowledge gap, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you haven't really learned and studied and understand psychology of people and, you know, the physiology and, you know, there's so much to learn and understand. So having that knowledge is so important because it's one thing, again, to have your experience and support somebody, but it's another thing to have your experience and have the knowledge and the education to truly coach somebody to transformation. So that's kind of a a gap that I, that I see. Totally. I mean, I am a complete, like, I, I completely scammed my way through most of school. And uh, <laughs> I, I was really, really, did really well in my business and finance classes. That was the career that I was going into. But I look back and, you know, I basically didn't take a science class after my junior year of high school. But I've spent, I'm talking like hundreds, if not thousands of hours in my adult life. Yes. Through programs, through podcasting, through meeting individuals to try to navigate my own health challenges. And I still don't feel nearly equipped to help people when questions come our way, like on the show or through social, because I just see how much more it would take to actually be in a real position of being to help people um, just due to the fact that I would need a plethora of diverse information, knowing that humans are wildly diverse and what they're coming to you with may be similar Mm -hmm. to what you've gone through, but most likely is one amongst a million unique possibilities that if you don't have this wide breadth of health and, and, you know, vitality related information, you won't be able to help them. Yeah. And I I think, you know, echoing your point, you, you mentioned hormones a few times and helping people with hormones and you dealt with your own and everything. And certainly we've dealt with our own hormone hell holes, I bet, yeah. <laughs> uh, super scientific term there, yeah. uh, where we really, you know, felt like we were like crawling out of a hole that was so deep. And it was a lot of trial and error where it's like, yes. I don't know what's going on with me, but I heard this thing and this might help because let's face it. Most physicians, most doctors aren't, don't have a lot, a, a lot of hopeful solutions aside from like, getting on 
the pill or some other medication as it comes, you know, as it relates to lifestyle, there aren't a lot of solutions that they have to offer. So if you're more holistic minded, it's up to the individual to really take ownership of like, Hey, what's my health expression and how can I educate myself while also working with a trusted practitioner? Um, And so I would, you know, I would love to hear more of that from you, like on the um, hormone health you know, state of the world that you're seeing. Like I hear about it all the time. I'm sure you've got to be hearing about people's hormones. Can you give us a little insight of, of what you're seeing in the collective hormonally from both men and women? If you have that um, experience or data or knowledge, I would love to know, like, what do you see going on? Hey, homie, did you hear that Organifi the creators of the best and most delicious green juice in the world now has a crisp apple version. You guys, it is so dang good. I love the original green juice, but this may be my new favorite Organifi product. The apple taste isn't too strong. It's just the right amount. So green juice crisp apple has all the same benefits of the original green juice with a new crisp twist and refreshing taste and only two grams of sugar using organic whole apple sources handpicked from our home state of Washington. Holler! I drink green juice on a daily basis because the clinical dose of ashwagandha really helps support my body's stress response and cortisol levels. And you know what they say. You're either making stress hormones or sex hormones, not both. So green juice really is sexy. To grab your new sexy green juice, crisp apple, go to Organifi.com and remember to use the code MIMIFIT, M-I-M-I-F-I-T at checkout for a hefty 20% off on all your Organifi orders. Cheers and love, boo. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So one thing I just want to mention real quick, cause you guys, you know, brought up a good point about like, just for example, like Chase, you were saying with like the experience and even all your years of going through, you know, studying and whatnot, you still feel like you would, you know, would be able to help somebody. And so I'm sure you would for sure. I'm sure you have enough knowledge to be able to help somebody, but I think also where there's a big gap is that, um, if you don't have the experience of working with people one-to-one, like that's really important. Mm-hmm. That's really, so it's one thing to be like, I went through this experience. I created this ebook, go download it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is obviously I created this free program or whatever. I created this, you know, thing, whatever, go download it. Masterclass, yeah. But when you have not worked with people one-to-one and again, like going back to the psychologies, people are so different. If you don't know how to hold space for that Mm -hmm. and understand them individually, their biochemistry, but also everybody's triggers are so different. Like you need to be able to coach somebody through that. So the one-to-one is so valuable. So many coaches get into this space and they're like, I don't want to work with people one-to-one. I'm like, but that's where you're going to learn how to be the best. That's such a great point. <laughs> my, I, I worked with a personal trainer. He's, he's now one of my best friends in the entire world for three plus years to just get out of my health hell hole. But it wasn't just my, you know, physical health and nutrition. We're talking about my divorce. You know, we're talking about the, my, my perspective on God and, and the universe. And right. so like, know that if you're in that space, 
you're signing up for more than just you should you know, be. some and you should be yeah. because it yes. is a container it's a beautiful container for totally. um, people who are a little bit out of control i felt out of control in my my health journey and yeah. i needed somebody to freaking hold me yeah you know? totally and, i get that, that. yeah awesome okay so now going to your question about hormones yeah. so in terms of like men specifically cuz we don't coach men i don't work with men one to one but we do work with so many women and then they're, they bring their husbands often. <laughs> right. So, um, but really kind of, especially in the women's health space, what we're really seeing when it comes to hormonal health overall, and I hate just saying this blanket term, but like stress, <laughs> stress is just like the biggest thing. And I mean, hormones mean so many different things. When we talk about hormonal health, it could mean adrenals. It could mean thyroid. It could mean PMS. It could mean menopause. Like there's just so many things, right? So when somebody is like, oh, my hormones are a mess. And it's like, let's really break that down and understand like what that means, right? Like symptomatically, what are you experiencing? But definitely across the board, no matter what, like the amount of stress that, women are under, whether that's financial, you know, work-related family, kids, whatever that may be. It's, it's one thing that they're, I think we, we can all say we're experiencing stress on some level and especially going through these past two and a half years of chaos in the world and all that has happened. We've all been impacted on some level. And so it's one thing to experience stress. Like we know that that's just never going to go away, but it's, I feel like women and men are, we just don't have the tools to really deal with the stress, physical, mental, emotional, like we don't really have these tools to deal with it. And so we just keep repeating the same cycles over and over. And, um, you know, once you swing the pendulum so far one way, and then you realize, wow, I'm really not well, or all these symptoms are going on, trying to swing the pendulum back the other way. Like, right. It's so far to kind of get back to that quote unquote balance. So I I think that's another thing too, is just like, we wait so long and to really address it. And the symptoms just keep building and building and building. And then we often wake up one day and we're like, Whoa, I I just got hit by a Mack truck. Like what just happened? Right. And then we want this quick fix and we want it, you know, we want to go back to how it was. And it's like, it's going to take time and patience and trust and some serious changes. But a lot of times people are just, yeah, they're, they're just not willing to, to do that. Yeah. It's such a hard piece. Cause we talk about it too, all the time. And we talk to all different types of experts that mention the same thing in maybe different words, but, uh, we talk about stress buckets and how full are your stress buckets. And it's like, it's one of those sort of ambiguous terms, stress yes. where someone could be like, Oh, I'm not, I don't, I'm not stressed because it's sort of just like their baseline of life. Yes. Um, and so it's, it's a hard thing to really like define, yeah, to like quantify, yeah, yeah, to totally. quantify yeah. and to say like, oh, I'm at a stress level 8.3 out of 10 this week. Like we can have some degree. Maybe we take a look at our sleep. Maybe we took a look, take a look at like our sexual function or like how our, you know, periods or cycles are, yeah. but like if someone's listening and they feel like they're, you know, not able to gauge where they're at from a stress standpoint, one thing we didn't mention was just 
existential global crises, you know, yes. that we have no control over. Totally. How are we supposed to really lower our stress levels? Like how, how can you guide people here a little bit? Yeah. And I mean, I think that we've just gotten so far away from sort of that ancestral living. Right. And, and at the same time, like we live in this era where we have this technology and like, I'm so grateful for it. And and I, and I get that, but so many of us are waking up, drink our coffee, get in the car, go straight to work or under artificial light. We don't go outside. We get back in the car, we come home, Yeah, you know, and, and it's like, we just, that connection with nature, that connection with sunlight, So all of the free tools that we have at our fingertips, we're just not utilizing them. And we're getting so caught up in like, instead of taking the medication, we'll all just take all these supplements because they're healthier, they're better, but that's not solving it, right? So it's like, it's actually our environment, looking at our environment and our day-to-day, waking up, going outside and getting 10 minutes of sunlight. Like that sets your circadian rhythm that supports your cortisol and your stress hormones that actually helps you produce serotonin, which is going to help with your moods. And it's free. It's just go outside, (laughs) go outside, get sunlight, even if it's rainy, cloudy, whatever it is. But that's so hard for people to do because it's like, oh my God, you've just like flipped my routine on its head. Mm-hmm. Right. So to, to get into that routine, I, and I understand like it is a challenge, but when we are trying all the supplements and the diets and all of the things, and we're still like, I'm, I'm still not feeling better. It's like, we got to look at our environment and you know, how are we living day to day? So light is such a big, is such a big thing. That's natural sunlight is so key. That is literally talking to your internal body clock and your hormones. And then especially at nighttime, we are exposed to so much light at night, right? As the sun is going down, we've got all the lights on in the house. And like, again, we're, we're disrupting that circadian rhythm. So like dim the lights, put candles on, like trying to just mimic nature. Mm -hmm. So that that's really key. Um, Another thing is eating seasonally is really important because again, the, the sunlight and nature is, has an influence on what's growing when, right? So if we can eat seasonally, that's a way of us connecting with, with really what, what's natural with mother earth. And there's communication there. There's like so much wisdom in that food. So eating seasonally. Can can you give an example of that? Like summer foods, that watermelon and like fall, it's like pumpkin. Yeah. Like how does that, how does that look? Exactly. Exactly. So like right now, especially, especially where I live, there's a lot of squashes that are coming, right. That, that are in season. So it's pumpkin and it's spaghetti squash and, you know, just all all of your squashes essentially. So um, plus you have more like apples right now. So whereas, in the summer, you're getting more berries and, and maybe some more like tropical fruits per se. Right. So in Canada, we don't grow bananas or mangoes or anything like that. That doesn't mean never eat them. If you feel called to eat them, go ahead. But again, just more seasonally, um, especially like in the summertime, I'm more drawn to wanting to have a salad. Like it's hot out. I want to eat a salad, that freshness, that lightness, it feels so good literally the minute the temperature dropped and I opened my fridge and I saw greens, I was like, 
hell no. Like, <laughs> I am not making a salad right now. Like give yeah. me a stew or a soup, <laughs> like something hearty, like literally the second the temperature change and like making a smoothie right now, that does not sound exciting to me when I wake up and it's like five degrees, like, yeah. no. Right. So it's just like your body knows, yeah. but I feel like we've just become so disconnected that we don't yeah. know how to trust what it's telling yeah. us. Unless you live in San Diego, like us and it's 75 and yeah. around. I was going like, to say. But, but, but I, I do get it. I, I totally get it. And and I need to hear this because I'm the kind of person who's like, here's my routine. Here's what I have for breakfast. And I, right. I you know, we, we switch up dinner and stuff like that, but I am freaking dialed in with everything else. And well, we've got our protein all sorted out. So it's like, <laughs> if we switch it up, like yeah. we, our, our macros are messed up. But but it's it's beyond just right. just that, you know, it's, uh, I love the the concept of just what's growing is the information that you need for that particular, you know, time of the year. Yeah, totally. But there's also something you hit on that's just wildly valuable that translates to pretty much every aspect of your life, which is the ability to listen to yourself and your intuition and what your body is asking for. And if salad doesn't sound good right now, and you listen to that nudge, that nudge is going to show up in other spaces of your life. And you're able to, if you're able to listen to your intuition in, you know, let's say it's your livelihood or your occupation, you feel that feeling that felt like don't eat the salad. And it's, and it's telling you don't take this job or don't take this client or whatever. I think that's a really like important muscle to build. Yeah, totally. I love, I love that 100%. And again, we've just become so disconnected from it because we're so busy. And I also think with diet culture too, it's like, you're bad for not eating a salad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, If you don't want to eat the salad, well, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. Right. So we get so caught up in our head and it just becomes really overwhelming that we don't even know what to trust anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember, uh, when I started transitioning from more like plant heavy with a sprinkle of animal, you know, foods to more like and like high quality, you know, pasture raised animal products with a sprinkle of more of the like raw salad or, or yeah. uh, vegetables or whatever. And I was just listening to my intuition. It just felt good. It felt nourishing to me. I remember the first time, like I was out with friends and normally I would order like a salad with like chicken on top, <laughs> like the yeah. most boring thing ever. Right. And I remember being like, Oh, they have a really grass fed, bur- a really good grass fed burger here. I'm going to get that. I'm going to lettuce wrap it. I'm going to get potatoes on the side or whatever it was. And I, I remember feeling like this level of, and even if it was just perceived, I don't know if they were, but the friends that I was with, I was like, are they judging me because I got a burger? You know, it's just like this weird floating around of like, "Mm, I don't know. I just, I, I definitely felt that when I made the switch, even though it was based on intuition, you know, it's like, I'm listening to my body and what it's craving and it's craving red meat. It's not craving raw greens right now. Totally. I think that's so important for people to to understand about themselves, especially when it comes to their health decisions, that it doesn't get intertwined and wrapped up in your identity, you know, yes. and like nutritional dogma where it's like, no, we need to come back to ourselves when your body knows what it needs. Yeah. And start to honor that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would love to uh, switch gears here a little bit. Um, you mentioned plant medicine and I know, you know, we, we had uh, spoken previously that you are a combo practitioner. So yes. can you go into a little bit of that and, and what that is in case, uh, you know, a listener has never heard of combo, like what is that? 
Hey friend, I wanted to change the subject for just a minute to read something really important to you. This is feedback we received from a woman named Kelly, one of our amazing users of Immune Intel AHCC. She says, So I've been taking AHCC for a little bit over a month and my skin has never looked so good. I am 35 and have suffered from hormonal acne since I was a teenager. I thought I would never get rid of my acne. I just had my period and I have absolutely no pimples around my chin or jawline. And my melasma is finally clearing up too. I have tried countless prescription and over-the-counter medications and have seen so many dermatologists with little improvement. Also, I feel like my hormones have balanced out. I am less irritable, as well as less inflammation going on in my body, decreased back pain, and bloating. I'm so glad I came across you on Instagram. Thanks for sharing the knowledge. Okay, here's one more, just because they light me up so much to share with you. This beauty is staying anonymous. She says, I learned about Immune Intel AHCC from you on a podcast, and in four months, it helped clear my persistent high-risk HPV that I've had for seven years. I love these two testimonials next to each other because it's a testament to the balancing and normalizing effect that AHCC has in each individual body. One woman was supported with her acne flares and the other had support in clearing her high-risk HPV. I am consistently amazed by the power and intelligence of AHCC. To try Immune Intel for yourself, go to themedicine.com forward slash products, or just check the show notes below. Cheers, my love. Yeah, absolutely. So I was introduced to Combo during my very first ayahuasca ceremony a few years ago. And essentially, so Combo is not a psychedelic and it is basically frog venom essentially. And, um, so it's full of peptides and amino acids and, and minerals and all sorts of things. And basically it's essentially known as the vaccine of the forest. So, mm. um, really when, you know, I tribes or whatnot back in the day, um, when people were sick, like this is what they use, they went into the forest and they found their medicines there in the forest, whether it was like animal medicine, plant medicine, and that's what they used for, for healing. And so, um, I was introduced to it from, by our shaman. And I, during my very first ayahuasca ceremony, basically you, you did ayahuasca at night. And then in the morning they offered combo and I felt very called to do it. It was my very first time. And so what essentially happens is it's, this essentially looks like a paste and it's kind of on this stick. And so what they do is they burn this tiny little hole. Have you guys done combo before? Mm -hmm. no. oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they burn this tiny little hole into your arm. It does not hurt. And, uh, what they're doing is they're just trying to get access to like your interstitial tissue. And then they take this small little venom, this paste essentially, and they just stick it right on onto the hole. Literally within seconds, it gets right into the interstitial tissue and you start to feel this medicine. So, you know, you could kind of think like getting a snake bite, like mm. 
almost can feel like it's poisonous essentially. Right. And when it comes into the body, like it, it goes to where it needs to go. It's a very intelligent medicine. And so for my experience, I actually did feel very paralyzed. Like that's why I mentioned poison because like, you do yeah. feel like, oh my God, I've just been like, you know, something bit me. I'm like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm paralyzed. Literally. I felt paralyzed. I, my body had like melted into the earth. I had experienced these like pins and needles times like 10,000, just like mm. pouring through my body and through my arm, like all over. It was the wildest feeling. Um, heat will generally rise. You'll feel a lot of heat. And it came like right to my thyroid, which was so interesting because mm. I wow. have Hashimoto's and, um, it like went right to my thyroid and it was super hot. Even my cheeks were like pulsating literally like a frog and it was just really hot. And then, um, and then it just kind of started to subside a little bit. Like that intensity lasted for, for maybe 10 minutes. Um, and then it, you know, it was getting to this point where I was like, okay, this is, this is too much. This is a lot. Um, and so you basically just take it off of your arm and within like five minutes, you start to come down off of it. Some people can purge and, you know, throw up and get really sick off of it. And it's actually quite interesting because what you're purging up, like could be uh, like very colorful uh, for some people. Yeah. So like, you know, I've definitely seen people throwing up and it's like very bright yellow or bright orange. And it's just like, uh -huh. literally it could be like different heavy metals or things that are coming wow. up from the body. Um, I have actually not purged off of combo yet, which is surprising. Actually, especially even with ayahuasca, I've only purged once. Um, whereas I know a lot of people purge quite frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, that's essentially combo. It's just this really beautiful medicine and it's, there's been a lot of great studies and information around combo and limes. Mm, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. And how powerful it can really be for limes, um, or for specific like skin conditions for autoimmune. Um, obviously if you have like any heart issues or anything like that going on, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, and of course, with any condition, I think it's important that you speak with your practitioner just to make sure yeah. that it is, it is the right fit. Right. So mm -hmm. you could still be in a great state of health, but who knows, like, you know, speak with your practitioner and let's just kind of see symptomatically what might be showing up or what's going on health history, whatnot to really make sure it's the right medicine for you to use. Um, and so I did come up for the first time felt like this really profound experience. It does actually enhance all of your five senses. So I will never forget that day when we were driving home, it was like, everything was incredibly bright and colorful. Mm. And it was like this tree that was like 20 feet away. It's like, I can see the tree, but I could see like the leaf on the tree and the bug on the tree. It's like, almost like everything yeah. was just so enhanced. Like it was, it was crazy. And it was also really quite beautiful. Um, also it really does enhance your strength. So that week following combo, my strength training workouts are wow, like amplified. I just wow. feel like on fire. So there's been a lot of UFC fighters who have used it. Um, but yeah, it, there's definitely some strength gains from it for sure. How often, wow. how often do you partake or how often would you use it? Is it like, like a, another psychedelic or like, like a psychedelic? I would not like to take a heavy dose more than a couple times a year. Right. Um, but, but what does it look like for, for combo? 
Yeah. So traditionally you're, it's, you're meant to do three sessions within a moon cycle. So basically within like a 28 to 30 day Hmm. time period, you would want to do it at least three times to reap like the full benefits of it. Um, So that's how I did it the first time after I did combo that initial time, went back um, a few weekends later, like two weekends later. And I think it was like on a Friday and like a Sunday or a Monday, I I had done it again. So I did my three cycles. Um, and I wouldn't recommend doing that every month. Um, although I think it does depend on, for example, if somebody has limes and they're really trying to heal and purge and clean their body, like, and detox, perhaps more frequently might be beneficial, but it all depends on the person. Again, I think that's an important conversation to have with your practitioner. So, um, I probably outside of that though, I, I probably wouldn't recommend it that, that often. It's actually been quite some time since I've done it. Cause I kind of feel like there was a year where, you know, every few months I was, I was kind of doing it. And then I, I just, you get to this point where again, trust your body, listen yeah. to your body. My yeah. intuition was like, we're, we're good now. We're, we're good. Right. Um, but interestingly enough, I've been now feeling more called to go back to it. So I'm like, okay, l- let me just trust that nudge. So basically I had done that combo with, um, our, our shaman and, um, was really profound, felt really uh, amazing and, um, just felt really connected to the medicine. And so I had asked him if like, Hey, can you like train us in this? Is this something you do? And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like let's get a group together from like all, everybody who kept going to the ceremonies. We were like, let's see who might be interested. Cause I'm like, I would love to learn. And so he, he trained us and, um, we spent, you know, a good year just like kind of working with him and training and learning the medicine cool. and yeah. And so, um, it is essentially illegal, at least here in Canada. So very under the radar, obviously yeah. there are, there are practice, like all good things, but, um, there are practitioners here that, that, that do it. I, um, you know, we've had a few people come and, and have done some combo ceremonies with us and whatnot. And it's been great. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's essentially combo. I think a few things to keep in mind is that if anybody is listening and they're interested to actually do combo, um, especially if you go to an ayahuasca ceremony, it's often presented there. Uh, I think it's important that if you're doing it for the very first time, start small, like start very, very small. I have definitely had friends that have done it for the first time. And, you know, they, they're like, yeah, I got like 10 dots. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like (laughs) that is just wild to me. Like who, who is doing this? Yeah. Like, you know, or even where the, the dots are going, um, you know, for example, um, I would put them like on the chest or near the heart or like near the spine or anything like that. But again, I've had friends that are like, look, you know, I'm like, look at my chest. I'm just like, I would never do that. So I think, yeah, you just, you have to be really conscious and again, like speak with your practitioner and you should feel very connected and safe with them. But I would never start somebody on, on something like 10 dots on their very first time. It just seems like it's probably unnecessary, you know, for yeah, the first time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, like I have, you know, and I, I don't even know if you can see them, but like there, I basically have them down my arm and, um, my husband has them down his arm. He also has them down his leg and like near kind of 
around his hip because that's where he had like some discomfort and some pain from like years of kickboxing and all of that. So he was kind of working on sort of that area. Um, I've had some also on the ankle. It's, it's really common to do it around the ankle. So it can technically, you know, you can do it anywhere, but not the face. I would not do it near the spine or, or near the heart. Mm -hmm. So just things to be conscious of. And then starting, Mm -hmm. starting small, you could always add more. Everybody is so different. And I've definitely been in ceremony where, you know, I'm, I've had like three dots and I'm like, oh my God, this is the most crazy intense thing ever. And like, literally somebody's on their like ninth or 10th and they're like, I don't feel anything. So, you know, it's so, everybody's so different, their, their physiology. And I I find like, I can be quite sensitive to a lot of these things. So for me, I'm like low and slow. slow. Yeah. I I totally get it. And I think anybody who's, who's taken, you know, plant medicine, you can have one gram of mushrooms and see God. And then the next time you do, yeah, you're so true. And, and you're like, what, what, you know, where is this? Where's the light show? Um, so yeah, I think that makes a ton of sense. And, and I appreciate your uh, just reverence for yeah, the process totally. and, and the relationship with the process instead of this sort of like transactional nature that we've been accustomed to with medicine at large, but now it's creep, creeping into yes. plant medicine. People yeah. want, people just want to get high yeah. and, totally. and call it spirituality. And um it's wild. What, what would you, what would you say as this, as this kind of like psychedelic, uh, you know, Renaissance, if you will, maybe second or third wave of it, but it's really becoming quite mainstream and you find people who are doing weekend retreats it's like strip mall shamans, um, yeah. you know, on every other corner, especially here in California. Right. And what would you say to the interested person in plant medicine or in a psychedelic experience, um, who's never done it? what sort of like words of caution and or pro tips would you give them as they look at the full landscape of where uh, psychedelic experiences has, has gone? Totally. So um, personally, I think it's really important that you do that personal growth work on yourself first. And I think that there might be some people who think, well, that's why you do plant medicine so that you could start that personal growth journey and that connection to self. And I can, I mean, and I can see that, but I feel like if you don't know how to navigate yourself, your intuition, your body, if there's things that you haven't worked through, a lot of this comes up during ceremony. And if you don't have the tools to be able to work through that, it can be really challenging afterwards when you're trying to integrate. So I know for myself, like I, I had friends asking me for years to go to ceremony, like in my early twenties. And I was just like, no, like I was just not called to it at all. And I look back and I'm like, thank God I wasn't called to it because I was young. I would not have had the tools to be able to understand what was really happening. I didn't know, right. I didn't know myself. I, there was so much learnings and unlearnings I needed to go through in my life to get to this point where I feel secure and rooted and grounded and know myself. Now I can show up to ceremony really with the reverence for the medicine and being able to hold space for myself and the energy of everybody else that's there and really truly be respectful for, to myself and, and for, for others who are holding space here. So I feel like if that happened in my twenties, oh my God, it would have been such a totally different experience. 
Hey friend, you may have caught on already that Chase and I both love finding the true medicines of the earth in the form of superfood powders, extracts, tinctures, and other health products. We love sharing about the trusted high quality brands and products that have truly made an impact in our health and overall well-being. It can seem overwhelming, I'm sure, so we're making it really simple for you by compiling them all into one place. We call it the medicine cabinet. If you go to getmimifit.com and in the main menu at the bottom, you'll see the medicine cabinet. Or just check the show notes below or my Instagram link tree. You'll see a full lineup sorted by brand of all of our favorite health products, researched and vetted in one convenient place. You'll also see that we include details on why we love each product and how we use it in our daily lives. And for most brands, we have a discount code just for you. Click on the photo of any product and it will take you right to their website. We try a lot of different products, but only the best make it into our medicine cabinet. I hope you love it. Cheers, boo. What I'm hearing you say is, is wait until you feel magnetized to it. Wait until you feel fully intrigued by this thing that it's not like some outward external pressure. That's like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And you feel like, "Mm, I don't know if this is right. When it's right for you, you'll feel it like, uh, like this, like, I don't know what it is. I'm just feeling more drawn, more intrigued by this thing. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And so when I was asked a few years ago, it was a full body, like heart led. Mm. Yes. Mm. Right. And I just knew like it was time and, um, and it was time, right. So it all happens in the right time and in the right sequence. So I'm glad that I trusted that. And I have definitely had friends that have been like, oh, that sounds cool. I want to come. And I'm like, no. No. Yeah. yeah, I am. Yeah. I want to put it on my IG. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, I think, I think monitoring and kind of like we use this term, like stalking yourself, stalking yourself to really understand, like, what is my intention? Like, is this a a a? Hey, I want to be a part of the cool kids group. Right. Is this? I want to grow spiritually. Is this, I'm trying to shortcut wisdom. Right. What is the intention? Totally. And so I think that that's, that's something that only we can answer for ourselves. No one's going to be able to guide you in that, but it is something I think that people need to monitor in themselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I would, he- I, l- I would love to hear how this journey, this plant medicine, maybe substances that are under the radar, um, (laughs) that you've spoken about, how have you navigated this in your relationship, in your marriage? Yeah. So I'm very lucky that my partner is on, on board and he has come to ceremonies with me and we've really dove headfirst in this together. Um, but it was not the case back in the day. Um, so when we were living together in, in our condo back in the day, um, you know, the, the odd time I would want to come home and smoke a joint and go out on the balcony. And he was so uncomfortable with that. Mm. So, so, so uncomfortable. And well, then it made me feel really uncomfortable and it made me like, feel like I'm in my own home and I can't even kind of fully self-express and do what I want to do. And I'm an adult. I'm not just like, I want to get high. Like, you yeah. know, it's, yeah. that's not what this feeling is like. So 
um, especially having friends who've like grown it and have like cultivated yeah. it and then they're handing it off to you. And I'm like, yes, I want to smoke this. Right. So, um, he was really uncomfortable with it and we just had to have like a really honest talk. And, um, we were also in a, in a point in our relationship where, there was a bit of stagnancy. There was a bit of this breakdown in communication. And, you know, as I I was focusing so much on my personal growth and he was kind of, you know, caught up in essentially his own shit and wasn't really working through it all. And that was starting to come full circle. And so it was at this time where it was like, I think we need this outside support and like, let's get therapy and like, Mm -hmm. let's really work through this. And And so we did, and that was just so profound having a third party to help you navigate that can be so powerful and so helpful. And so we went through therapy and all of this started to come up in therapy and it was, and it was so great because it allowed him to just truly see, you know, where he was maybe kind of being, I don't even know what the term, but like yeah, he was just not giving me the space to mm-hmm. be me, right? Yeah. And just be fully self-expressed. And there was just this judgment there. And so he worked through that and and was able to really let that go and kind of open up. And then sure enough, that led down this path of starting with, you know, doing mushroom ceremonies and then going to ayahuasca and LSD. And like, he just became really open to it. And so I'm thankful that he did that work. Yeah. And he was also able to not just show up for himself, but for our relationship, because I couldn't imagine going to ceremonies and having this experience in my life and him not mm-hmm. and him not and just not knowing and understanding it. It'd be so hard, as you guys know, like to be able to communicate that to somebody. Yeah. And yeah. 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 And, and just he is my rock. He is my support system. Like when I'm navigating difficult feelings or realizations inside my own inner world. And I feel 150% safe to share those with him. And he's nothing but accepting and loving and understanding. Like that is one of the greatest gifts of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Mm -hmm. for, for that space, because coming full circle back to freedom, where we started this conversation, when you feel fully free to be 100% yourself in your relationship, in your own home with your most loved person, like that is an intangible of conscious relationship that until you have it, you can't quite grasp it. You can't understand the gravity, the depth of it. And then once you experience it, it's like, this is it. This yeah. is it. There's nothing else <laughs> out there for me because I have the nectar, the unicorn right here. And I'm totally, you know, so I, I just, I totally feel what you're saying. And, you know, we get that, we get that feedback and question a lot from people, from followers, from listeners, where they hear our experience where we're basically like we're on different paths, but we're right neck and neck learning the same things, same kinds of things, I should say. And we fully support each other. People hear that experience and they, they want it. And I get that, but I think that is the minority, unfortunately. Um, how, How can you advise the listener who right now is on a completely different path 
than their partner and they're feeling that maybe divide or that distance, um, how, how can you encourage them? For sure. I think like, it's so important to open up the communication. That's what's key. Like that's what I've seen with, with couples and in relationships. It's just that there is this breakdown in communication and you want to say something, but you hold back. And then as that builds up, it builds resentment and right. So like, don't, don't hold back. Like, and, and it doesn't mean, I also think that with communication, we don't know how to be kind. I think that's a big thing. It's like, we just don't know how to be kind or hold space and we feel attacked and we want to just argue, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about having a, a real adult conversation where you can understand each other and share how you're feeling. And like, you just got to open up that pathway. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really important. And if you can't get to that point where you could hold space for each other to do that, this is where coaching or therapy is really helpful because you're, you're not going to be able to navigate that on your own. You're just, Mm -hmm. you're just not, you won't be able to see your own gaps and, or your own blind spots. And so I think sometimes therapy gets like such a bad rap, but it's can be so profound. Yeah. I mean, obviously having the right person and the right tools. Um, yeah. So having somebody that can help you navigate and work through that is, mm-hmm. is really, really helpful. So yeah. I think that's another thing. Just be honest, like with your partner too, can we navigate this with each other or do we really need to start seeking outside mm-hmm. support? Like yeah, maybe like- we can start there. Totally. No, you're, you're so spot on. And it's like that, especially in relationship, these, these two critical pieces between, you know, the two parties are empathy, uh, which is really hard (laughs) if you haven't practiced empathy in your life. And that's where something like plant medicine is actually Mm -hmm. really beneficial because it, I'm not saying it gives you empathy. I'm saying it clears the pathway for you to, uh, realize there's a, a, a large, capacity for you to hold space for somebody empathetically, um, that you've been burying for so long. And so I think that's, what's beautiful or a facilitator or something like literally forcing you to empathize with this other individual. And then, so the, the ingredient is like empathy and then it's vulnerability. Uh, there's a sharer and there's a space holder. And I think in a relationship, it's like when you are able to match those and one individual is able to bear their soul to another and say, this is me in all of my beauty and ugliness and wonder and mystery and, and contradiction. And the other person is just able to hold that. That's the nectar. Like that is where a bond is created different from the complete mind fuck when you posture yes. or you're not giving your, you know, full self to another person and they love you and they love you for it. And then you go, shit, they love me for a, a kind mm-hmm. of fake version of myself. Yeah, right. And then that story <laughs> is just repetitively told. Yeah. I can only give them the information uh, that I think is, is acceptable in order for them to love me. And that is just the recipe and the beginning of a snowball effect that will lead to further and further totally. distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You said it so beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. It's and there's so much there. We could obviously unpack, of course. Keep going and unpack. Um, but I really appreciate you um sharing your experience because I, I and props to you, props to you guys for being able to Thanks. work through that that distance and disconnection and being sensitive enough to realize, like, hey, 
this is what's going on. This is our reality. Um, we're committed to this. Let's figure it out together because, totally. you know, of course we're together now, but like our, our third party, our unbiased third party was a divorce <laughs> and that really like, you know, made us face our shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like an unbiased third party therapist would, I suppose. And, and totally. obviously we had a, a happy ending to the story, but um, props to you guys for, for getting through that, that stickiness in the relationship. Um, because Thank those you. I think are those catalytic moments in relationship that really bond you and give the potential to, to grow your roots deeper together. And uh, so, yeah, just major, major props for sure. Thank you. No, that, that means a lot. And um, you know, we're, we're really open with each other and that's, that's always just been something that's like we put out on the table and, yeah. you know, and it's just like, you need to call me out on my shit if yeah. I need to be called out on it, you know, yeah. and vice versa. Right. And so yeah. I remember my coach always saying like, if you're not growing, you're dying. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. if you're, you've, there's often someone in the relationship that's growing. And if that person isn't coming along with you, then like what's happening to the relationship. So, you know, there needs to be this, this space, this safe space to be like, Hey, this is what's happening. This is how I'm feeling this, you know, this is what I'm seeing. Like, are you, are you coming with me? Yeah. yeah. And if so, like, here's what I need from you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Last question from me, um, because I know you are, you have a very full schedule. So I want to be mindful of your time. Mm -hmm. Last question for me is um, as we're talking about conscious relationship and navigating spiritual journeys and all of that, um, do you have any um, direct maybe books or podcasts or teachers that have been really helpful for you in your life and with your relationship, maybe um, helping to evolve or uh, help you navigate this with your partner? Like what have been some of your teachers? Well, um, I mean, my coach back in the day was really one of my biggest teachers because I worked with him for, for three years and it was just so profound. Um, but he doesn't have a book or I don't even think he has a website. So I don't know how people could really find him. Um, you could, you may be able to find him Hans, his name's Hans Phillips. Um, so you may be able to find him. He's, uh, he's an ontological coach. And so ontology is the study of being. And uh, so not only did he train me in ontology, but he coached me through it as well. And it was just a really profound experience. Um, outside of that, in the plant medicine world, uh, Michael Pollan's got some really yeah. great books and his documentary on Netflix is, is pretty mm -hmm. cool too. Yeah. So that's been great. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza has been amazing as well. And um, some of his meditations and his books as well has just been really, really great. Um, there is a book, I think it is called codependency. No, I want to say like codependency no more, but I don't know if that's actually the title I can, I can envision like the cover of the yeah. book and everything like that, but, um, I could always get the title over to you, but that was, that was a really profound read. Mm. And, um, Oh, what is that book by David D Data? David Data. David Data. Yeah. Yeah. Um, way of the Superior Man. Dear Lover. Yes. Yes. Yeah, way of the Superior Man. So, yeah. Those, yeah. Anything yeah. David Data is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talk about the the goat David Data often yeah. on this show for <laughs> yep. sure. Yeah. 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 Those Thank have you been for those. profound. Excellent. Thanks. Yeah, that's yeah. great. We'll we'll close this out with with asking a question we ask uh, every guest on the medicine, and that is. 
what in your life, Samantha, what currently feels like medicine? And we use that term loosely. Uh, this can be, uh, you know, mostly unconventional medicine, uh, yeah. but, but what feels like medicine currently in your life? Ooh, so many things. Um, being in the kitchen cooking is definitely medicine and so therapeutic and playing with my animals. We have a dog and two cats and just love them. My dog got sprayed by a skunk on the weekend. Oh, so no. it's been hard to like Thanks. cuddle her and kiss her. Cause I'm like, you stink. <laughs> um, but they're, they're definitely daily medicine and I love them so much. So yeah. Love it. Love yeah. it. Awesome. I love little creatures too. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find more about you, what you're doing? Where can they follow you? All, all the, the good spots. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can definitely tune into the podcast, the wellness switch. Um, and I know at the beginning of this, you had mentioned how you loved the name wellness, Witch, and it's the same that goes for you. Cause when I found out, Oh, medicine podcast. Yeah, of course. I don't even know. I don't even need to <laughs> listen and know what they talk about. I just know I need to connect with them. So it was definitely the, the feeling is mutual. Okay. Um, so yeah, they could always connect with me there. Wellness, Witch podcast, um, I'm on Instagram, holistic wellness, Witch, so you can connect with me there as well. Um, all things are over on the website at holisticwellness.ca. So love it. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. This was, I could have talked to you for two more hours. Um, maybe we can get you back on and and dive deeper into, uh, even, even more of these topics and and others, but thank you. We're so grateful to, to know you you and your work in this world. My pleasure. It means a lot. Love you guys. Appreciate it. All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us today and we'll talk to you next time. Go spread some light. Okay. Bye. If you liked this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. This will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Mimi underscore the medicine. To learn more about our favorite health products, foods, and supplements we discuss on here, along with the discounts, visit themedicine.com forward slash medicine cabinet, or just check the show notes for this episode. Until next time, cheers, boo.